Welcome to our first bonus podcast of the new ministry year. It's September 9th, and Crystal and I are sitting downstairs in the, well, it used to be the kindergarten classroom. It has all the glass walls. What is it now? It, I think it still is. Okay. Room 114, I think. Yeah. And we decided that we needed our own counseling therapy session. So the two of us are here, and you can listen in as we help each other through September. So you know Crystal, pastor of women. Hello. And I am Thalia. I'm pastor in the care department. And September is hard. Yeah. And September is crazy. And so we thought we couldn't really tackle any other topic today. We kind of needed to kind of just vent all of our uh, fears and frustrations and well, I don't know if there are that many joys yet, but there will be in September. Because <laughs> even for podcast planning, we feel scattered and a little yeah. bit like we just haven't had time to sit down and think. Yeah. And as we were getting ready for this, I was scrolling through my Facebook and seeing all these different posts of people saying different things about how great and stressful and how sad they are to see summer go and how horrible it is to make packed lunches and yeah. all these pictures of kids. And so yeah. we thought, well, it seems like everybody's in the same boat. So let's maybe talk about that. Yeah, so let's start with some personal memories for you and I of going back to school and what that was like. And then we'll go into some of the stressors because we could probably do that for half an hour, but maybe our audience doesn't want to listen to us vent the whole time. <laughs> so what do you remember, Crystal? I, in general, once I got used to school, I remember liking it. Like I liked the, having the new school clothes. Mm-hmm. I was always a little frustrated because you'd get the sweaters and the pants, but then it always would be hot in September. I so know. Where are your new school clothes? I always did, regardless. <laughs> yeah, even though you were sweating. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Or the new outfit on the first day, even though you should have probably worn shorts. Yeah. <laughs> in high school, it wasn't cool to wear the new outfit anymore on the first day. I oh, think. I, yeah. My did friends you? still did. Okay. Yeah. Because I think I did that in elementary school, but yeah. Yeah. So generally, I liked it. I liked school. We lived out in the country, so and my parents weren't necessarily big on bringing us in a thousand times a summer to visit friends. Like they'd say, "Well, you have your horses and your pool, and you can have people over," but we didn't necessarily socialize a ton in mm-hmm. summertime. And so I was excited to be at school, and I liked learning. Like I still don't mind that school atmosphere. So. Yeah. The very first day of school, I remember, was terrified in kindergarten. Um, we had to have the kids in one room and the parents were supposed to go into another room for a parent meeting. And I was really looking forward to it. I remember this clearly. But as soon as I got there, I just panicked. And the fact that my mom was in another room down the yeah. hall just freaked me out. And I kept sneaking out of the, <laughs> out of the kid room and going to find my mom. And she kept having to bring me back. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ever going to figure this out. And then the whole... We had to tie our shoes at that yes. time before we could start kindergarten. So the stress of learning how to tie a shoe yes. and all those kind of things. Yeah, it was stressful. So, yeah, but it got better yeah. as time went on. And I enjoyed mm-hmm. it and I looked forward to it. Yeah. My family always took holidays the last couple of weeks of August. And we would drive to Manitoba and back. So we would always arrive home like Monday of the long weekend. And I remember thinking as a kid that that wasn't enough time to prepare. So I wanted to have my desk ready and my binders ready and my backpack ready and all those kinds of things ready for school. And don't mind the clattering noises in the background. There's all kinds of ministry stuff going on. So you'll hear all different kinds of noises. It's, it's okay. September. It's September. <laughs> Things are just starting. Up. Yeah. And when I was growing up, I changed schools a lot. So for me, it wasn't really that stressful to meet new friends and be in new schools. It was harder for my brother, who was two years younger. Hmm. But for me, the most difficult transition was grade 12. I started a new school. I moved from a small private school to a big public school near my house. And I was really excited to have the new challenge, but terrified. So why was that year different than the other ones? Just because the school was so much bigger? It was hard for my family financially. And so they asked if I would switch schools because they just couldn't afford the private school anymore. And I thought this was going to be very exciting. And it was. But to switch schools 
in grade 12 yeah. was really hard. Yeah. But I didn't realize how hard it was. Okay, except until that, you got in there. Yeah, until yeah. it was a couple months in. But even that first day, it's like, I don't know where to go. I don't know who to sit with. I don't have any friends here. I don't know where my classes are. And I've never done the big school experience mm. with multiple floors and multiple hallways. And it was terrifying. Mm. I didn't even know how to do stairs up and down because my other school was all on one level. Here I had to take stairs up and down. I tripped one going up the stairs. <laughs> my stuff went scattered. Like, it was just... A bit of a mess yeah but it was all exciting and scary at the same time so I really feel for the kids now who transition at the start of every school year yeah whether they're starting kindergarten whether they're starting middle school or starting high school or whatever I, I really feel for their transition yeah yeah and as parents um, you're dealing with it from a different perspective yeah. right? So the kid is just going through kind of what they have to get through for the day and their own experience but as a parent you're kind of trying to oversee the whole family and every yes. child and what and different kids are at different stages of development and different so it's a little bit of a different stressor yes because you're having to try and manage and soothe and comfort <laughs> and be excited with some and kind of encourage others and oh it's stressful yeah all the paperwork that needs to be done and the costs involved, and the crazy first week of school traffic. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, you go by some of those, like, we live on mountain, <laughs> in Mountain Village area, and yeah, all through summer, oh. it's just a nice, quiet mountain drive street, and then now it's like, oh, shoot, I forgot that at 3 o'clock, there's no, you can't go anywhere near this area, because yeah. you're not, you're not going to get home. You're yeah. going to be stuck in that traffic for half an hour. I was hour. almost yelling this morning, we have to go! If we don't leave by 5 to 8 from my cul-de-sac, I will not get out. No, because you're totally jammed I in have there. Sandy Hill, Claiborne, Bateman, and the Christian schools all around me. If you do not leave, you are not going anywhere. You're stuck in traffic. So, not a great start for the first one. But I said, you guys, no, we have to be leaving. There is a yeah reality here, a deadline. Yeah. Yeah. I know those school fees can add up so quick. Mm -hmm. I just paid for fourth, two things for each kid yesterday, and it was $92. And yeah. I was like, Ugh! and that's not even all the school fees yet. And then that. And never and mind extracurricular. Try, if they no, want to do things. Sports, like Jessica will have a volleyball fee then, and everybody will have all their... Luckily, we played for hockey fees way back in August, so that one's done. It's off the books. But, I know. Yeah, it's and an it, expensive time of year. It is an expensive time of year. And we're also walking around the hallways, and everybody's getting stressed because, oh, my goodness, the summer is gone, and we're all sad and grieving, and now school's starting up, and we all want structure. We're kind of ready for structure, but we sort of don't want structure yet. Oh, it's well, and because September isn't really structure. It's like some stuff is structured, but then there's so much is unknown. You get your kind of a day notice of, oh, I have this volleyball <laughs> practice, and oh, band is at that time. And it's not like once you finally get the calendar, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know. And then you see, oh, this is how volleyball will go from now until November. And you yes. kind of know. And so then you can plan your weeks and plan your meals and at least have a bit of an idea of who's yeah. going to be home when and all this stuff. But the first couple of weeks, it's just reaction. Yeah. You have to react to everything that's happening. It's really kind of just hang in there for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, My family was trying to coach me last week. They're like, mom, just hang on. It's really only two weeks you have to get through. And I'm like, yeah, but those two weeks seem awfully long. <laughs> as I don't know whether I'm coming or going and what needs to be done when. Yeah, so what are some of the things that you've heard people saying either on Facebook or in person? People have mm -hmm. come in to meet with you. What are the what are the things that they're venting about? Well, transitions are big. You yeah. and I know families that have done homeschooling for a lot of years, and now their kids are going into public or private school for the first time. Yeah. And the scariness of that transition and how the moms are worried. How much emotional counseling are they going to have to do? Yeah. Will they like their teachers? Will they fit in? Like, How is this going to go? Yeah. And then we know moms who have dropped their youngest off at college. 
at all the Facebook posts that are coming through, seeing this kid in their all UBC the Okanagan, Trinity, and, yeah. UBC, UVic, and in their dorm. And I know you were there last year. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. You had so many emotions. Like I remember as we drove away that first time, like so many emotions going through your yeah. mind because you don't know, are they going to make friends? Are they going to, how is this going to be for their faith? Like yeah. I guess Christian or secular university, like what, how is this going to impact them? They're going to make a lot of decisions in the next little while. Yes. Are they going to have good people to walk alongside them? How are they going to be able to cope financially? Like, mm-hmm. can we actually pay for this? Mm-hmm. And then, That's huge. Yeah. And then just the, the little nitty gritty of like last year, I remember tr- just trying to figure out how do you pay for tuition and how do you figure out the financial aid and how do you know, how do you work through the scholarships through the system? And yeah. like, there's just so much figuring out that as time goes by, you know, as years go by and they're in, in a couple of years into a system, it's, you know what the ropes are, but the first yeah. year, it's just... Well, the first so year is particularly tough yeah. for parents yeah. as they let go their first one and figure that whole system out. But it's also really tough for those who are letting their last ones go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the house is really empty. Yeah. And maybe it will be filled on the weekends and maybe at Christmas time. But the week in between, like one family we had gone for coffee with, Mark and I, they said the weeks, you know, Monday to Friday are very quiet in their home. The weekends are crazy as they come home and they bring their friends home and it's just uh, lots of food and preparation and they have to recover <laughs> in the yeah. week. So, yeah. But it's hard too. Yeah. It's a bit of a juggle. Uh-huh. Yeah. We also have lots of friends that their first is starting kindergarten or their mm. first is starting middle school or high school. I mean, that's terrifying to, to put your first into high school. And what does that mean? Lockers and teachers and changing classes. It's yeah. It's scary. It's also exciting. We want to see our kids growing up and doing well, but all mixed emotions for us as parents. Yeah. And then there's that whole realization that every kind of new experience they go into, you have to come alongside as a parent and get to know new teachers and new parents and Mm -hmm. new friends and new... So it's a stretching kind of emotionally. You have to keep opening up your circle to more and more people and be willing to engage in conversation with different parents that you sit on the court beside or yes, the that's field true. beside. And, and who you might carpool with this year. Yeah. And that's kind of always a stretch figuring out who has the same kind of schedule and who can you drive with. Yeah. And then discerning the friends, right? Like, are these <laughs> yeah. going to be good friends? Are these the ones you want to hang on to or maybe not encourage them to be around with so That's much? totally true. Yeah. It's just a big blank slate in so many different ways. And are you finding that moms, well, dads too, but moms particularly are saying, I'm tired. Yeah. It's only like the second day of school and we're exhausted. Yeah. I think there's so much anticipation. Mm -hmm. Like you spend a lot of energy getting the shopping done, getting the supplies done, fighting with the crowds and all that stuff. And so by the time it actually hits and then it's that looking forward and that kind of worry about how the next couple of weeks is going to go. That's exhausting too. Yes. And I know for us here at church, I'll go on a little bit of a tangent, but it's the start of the whole ministry startup. Yeah. So you know, our home life is unknown and scattered, a little unsettled, but our ministry life, we know what has to happen. We know exactly the dates that things have to happen, but there are so many things coming up in the next few weeks as all of the departments start up that it gets a little bit crazy in terms of, we don't know which project we should be working on. Like I'm trying to look ahead and prepare for the ones two weeks from now, but I also have to prepare for the ones that are this week and do a good job. And sometimes I feel a little bit paralyzed. So today in the office, I decided I would just go get some tea from the kitchen just so I could gather my thoughts because I wasn't sure what I should be working on at this particular moment. Should I read this? Should I prep that? Should I photocopy this? Should I talk to so-and-so about that? It's like, ah, I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. And there's so many unknowns that come with um, whether or not people sign up for things in advance and all that kind of stuff too. I always find whenever we have our first Monday night Bible study or Wednesday morning Bible study, we'll have a certain number of people sign up and then all of a sudden... 
an extra 40 will show up. And so yeah. then you have to all of a sudden be ready on your toes to figure out how to deal with this influx of people. That's great. You want them there, but it just throws everything off, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to get extra everything and whether you have enough people to lead the tables and who yes. those people are. And so it's a lot of, I always dread like that first yeah, I'm excited to get back, but it's just so chaotic. It is. And I know yeah. children's ministry feels that way as yeah. they want to start up kids' programs here. Yeah. But they're looking for volunteers always. That's our, That will be till the end of time, always the September thing. And I know for me personally in the care department, um, it has been very quiet in terms of face-to-face conversations, but I'm getting ready for the onslaught because I've already started the mom saying, okay, my kids are now in school. Can I come and talk to you? Yeah. And so I'm preparing to leave spaces open in my schedule so I can meet with moms and couples that are struggling and they've put those on the back burner because summer is really nice and who wants to deal with that stuff when the weather is nice? But now kids are in school. Yeah, they have the time. Let's talk. Yeah. Yeah, so it's exciting and it's good and we're looking forward to it, but it definitely has its strain on all of us. So yeah. We know that this isn't the situation for everybody. Like I know, realize that people, some people listening to this might be single and not have kids or family or not be working anymore or whatever, different situations. So if this isn't something you're struggling with quite so much because you don't have families in that, I just encourage you to be kind of keep your eyes and ears open for people around you that are. And if you have a neighbor that just seems frazzled, like maybe offer to cook her dinner one night or do those kind of things because it is just a really busy time. Do you find yourself a little bit jealous when you said that and you say there are some people not struggling with the September craziness? I'm like, oh, I would. Yeah. I feel a little bit jealous of that. Well, I was, yeah, I was emailing my uncle in North Carolina the other day about some stuff. He's a pastor down there, or he was, but we talked pastoral stuff here and there. And, he, and I said, yeah, we're getting the kids ready for school. And he's like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Because, like, you know, his kids are now in their mid-20s, and so he's there, him and his wife are home alone. And, and I have a few a em- no, I have a few empty nester friends that go traveling in September. Oh yeah, it's a way, way better cheaper. time. Yeah, way cheaper. The weather the is still great. nice. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> can I book that in for a few years from now, where I don't have to worry about the September craziness? Yeah, yeah. So if that's you, yeah, and if you have people around you that are pulling your hair out, just see what you can do to help out. So how can we help and support each other? I mean, you and I get to do this therapy session on podcast so people can listen to us. And it already is happening around the hallways at church. I was talking to Nancy Steiger and I was talking to different women around that are in kind of the same boat. And just laughing together is a huge thing. It is. But what else can we do to support each other? Um, I think just listening to each other. Yeah. I had one woman who had just dropped her oldest off at university and she knew that I had done that last year. And so she was wanting me to give her advice. And I'm like, I really don't have any advice. Like (laughs) you just have to walk through it. And I just kind of listened to her share her feelings and her emotions. And I was like, yeah, like I was there and I know what that's like. And it's gets better. You get used to it and your family adjusts, but it's just, I think listening to where they're at and not, not feeling like there's anything you can really do to make it better or different. It's just, yeah, I love it through it. I love it when people listen to me or I listen to them and there's no need to fix it or give advice or change it. You can just go, oh yeah, I understand. That's hard. Mm -hmm." And and there's no pressure that way. And I don't have to accept people's advice. I can just vent. Yeah. Yeah. Because most of the time we know what we need to do too. Yeah. It's just, we want to be able to let the frustration out and and laughing about it's huge. Yeah. Like realizing we're all in the same boat and the silly things that happen because of it. I know. And my to-do list is a mile long as probably everybody's is, but that helps me. I tend to like to-do lists. What do you like, Crystal? Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, having, so that I kind of have an order 
So I know at least I can accomplish some things and yeah. feel a little bit in control of a few things. You know, like yeah. I have these big colored post-it notes and I have them on the corner of my counter where I see them before I head out the door. I have one with meal plans on it and I have one with things that I need to pick up when I get home, different errands and things like that. And it helps me because if I have a meal plan, at least for this week, I know, okay, when I get home, this is what I have to be making for dinner. I already have the ingredients. Phew. Yeah. That's one the worst thing. thing. Yeah. I was making a meal for somebody the other day. And I thought I was so good. I had prepared all in advance. Like I'd shopped on Tuesday, right? For this meal I was going to make on Friday. And then at the end of prepping oh, it, no. I needed two ingredients. And I look in the fridge. Oh, we have those. But of course the kids had eaten oh, no. all the eggs and all oh, the cottage cheese. Oh, no. I needed to finish this lasagna. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. It's like, oh, man. Then I go to save on foods. And <laughs> I was oh. late bringing the supper. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> just can't control all these things. You no cannot. matter how much you try and be no. in control of the things. So No. And sometimes when I'm in that homebody stage, I don't really want to go out and run a dumb errand. I would just really like to stay home and not finish that, but you've committed to something. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I think um, part of it is we just have to realize that you have to get through it. Mm-hmm. And like anything that's busy, you just kind of have to hang on for dear life and know that it's going to be a little bit crazy. But I think within that, trying to make sure you have some boundaries for yourself. Yeah. That are healthy so that when you have a night that isn't chock full to not make it crazy because you know you're going to need the energy for the next couple nights maybe that are it's true i have tonight free and i'm thinking i should really just enjoy the downtime because the next four or five days have something significant each day that i need to be prepared for yeah but that's hard when i know that i have something significant every day the tendency for me is to want to work on it tonight yeah to get it already right yeah instead of saying well i probably should just enjoy a few hours of downtime because there won't be that many in the next few days yeah but that's hard yeah because like you said um, earlier to me today, you said sometimes we simply have to cling and just go full tilt knowing that it's not going to last forever. Yeah. If we feel like that's going to last forever, then we need to really seriously examine what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there just is like, I know, yeah, now till September 21st-ish is going to be that way. Yeah. And I can't say to Jeff and Steve, well, I'm not going to come to fall kickoff <laughs> because I have too many hours that I'm working already. <laughs> I know, no kidding. Wouldn't fly. <laughs> no, wouldn't fly. <laughs> but I know that they're very much in favor of you know, making sure that we're balanced. And so I can take once the craziness off, is done. Off, but you yeah. still have to go through the craziness. Yes. You don't you do. get a ticket out of that. No. So that fall kickoff is a full day. Well, cause we're here Saturday night and then Sunday morning for all the services. And then we stay for the whole afternoon and then for the praise night. So it's like a 24 hour. Yeah. I don't think I've gone to a praise night. I've always been cleaning up. Did well, you manage you to go slip in the last half an hour or something? But yeah, you don't get to see the whole thing for sure. Cause the cleanup goes till no, and After it's a seven. really good day. It's yeah. good to connect with people. It's yeah. just tiring. Yeah. And people have that in whatever job they're in. Like, totally. This is just a craziness. Yeah. I think also it would be helpful if we would keep our eyes and ears open for people around us who have extra challenges. Yeah. And I think of the moms whose youngest has gone away to college or university and they're home alone. That's, it's a tough stage. Um, a lot of moms spend a lot of time in tears now in September. Or kids that are have special needs. And you, September is extra hard as they have to adjust to a new classroom and a new teacher and a new yeah. teaching assistant and all of the things that come with having some extra learning challenges or whatever. Yeah. So if we keep our eyes and ears open for the parents who have a few extra challenges, whatever that might be, that would be helpful. If we would spend an extra minute just listening to them and saying, hang in there. We're, we're all doing the same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And healthy boundaries. I mean, it's true, September is full tilt, but it is helpful to kind of keep in mind things like 
making sure you do do a little bit of exercise, even if it's a short little walk or you know, making sure you get some Bible reading in because you will feel better if we keep some of the very important basics there, even if it's pared down quite a bit. Make sure you're eating. Make sure you're eating and sleeping. You know, it's not helpful to stay up till midnight or 1 a.m. just because you have lots of tasks to do every day. Yeah. A nap is a good thing. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think too, just looking ahead as much as you can to your year and just realizing that there may be some good things that you have to give up for the sake of your own sanity. Because there's lots of things that we would like to do for everything, for the church and for ourselves personally and hobbies and interests. And I would like to be taking a class at Regent right now, but just because of different things, I've decided not to. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's not even that there's bad choices that we're making, but sometimes we've just filled our life too full with with good things. And we need to be realistic about what we can handle. Yeah. Depending, especially on what our family needs are, and being okay with the fact that sometimes we can't do everything. No, and I know you and I often talk about this with our Northview women leaders because we want them to be um, patient and you know filled with grace towards each other, and not be critical of the fact that maybe somebody can't be involved in women's ministry or can't be involved helping in the children's department or can't be involved wherever because they've got different things on the go. You know, parents are struggling with health or their kids are struggling in school or, or whatever. Yeah. Like, we want to have patience and grace for each other. Yeah. Yeah, not get judgmental or no. look down on each other. No. For all those different things. No, there are seasons when we have to step back a little bit. But there might be a season now, might be for some of you, where you can step into something. You know, I've encouraged a few women recently to come to women's ministry on Wednesday morning or Monday night. Yeah. And they can because their kids are in school or their yeah. life has opened up in some way. Yeah. Yeah. We have two friends. We have some friends whose kids are now both out of the house. And they've said it's just an interesting transition. It's been good for them to realize, wow, now we have time where we can invest in things that we couldn't before. Mm-hmm. And so they're encouraged. They're getting involved in different things. Um, yeah. Because they have the opportunity. So it's not a bad thing all no. the time. But it's just as... An opportunity or a, yeah, it forces you to kind of change and reevaluate what you're doing and why and mm-hmm. yeah the ways God can use you in a different season of life so you don't even notice in our tone we're actually a little more relaxed I'm not quite, <laughs> not so quite so up. <laughs> keep on going we'll be just sleeping on the floor here I know I know totally relaxed I know because it is the kind of season too where you know I've had my meltdowns where I've you know burst into tears or gotten a little snappy and irritated just because of the stress and it it's just, I don't like that feeling because I'm not normally like that, but it, it does feel like that in September. Yeah. June's another bad one, but we already went through that, so. Yeah. September, December, June. Yeah, December. December. Yeah. <laughs> June's not so bad for me, but I remember it used to be a lot. My kids are past a lot of the field trips and a lot of that kind of stuff. There used to be so a lot of more year-end stuff. Yeah, that's true. I find June not quite so bad. No, not as bad as it was in the elementary and middle school years. Yeah, it's really busy then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of extra responsibilities on parents' sports days and yes. all those kind of things. That lots of field trips that needed parent help and all yeah. that kind of thing. Lots of cost associated with June when you're in yeah. early years. Although this year we have grad dresses. <laughs> yes, we have kids going into grade 12, two daughters. That's so Ava has her dress already. Yeah, Ava has her dress but already. But Jessica doesn't, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the whole process of that. And for those of you moms who maybe haven't done that before, I didn't know what to expect. So, of course, everyone had told us to go to New West and go to all the... There's this bridal row. You can go there and check all the dresses out. So we did all that, and we were a little disappointed. We were, like, overwhelmed and 
just overwhelmed and disappointed in their selection. So we thought, well, we have some time. Why don't we stop in at Champagne and Lace here in Abbotsford? But we had discounted them because it's Abbotsford. Yeah, nothing good happens <laughs> in Abbotsford. There's no good stores. So we went into Champagne and Lace. And they were so friendly. And they helped us and brought extra dresses. And the prices were so much more reasonable. We were just very sorry that we had... Uh, sort of dissed champagne and lace so if you're listening I'm so sorry they have good <laughs> stuff there <laughs> we were laughing because I took my kids for a shopping day at Guilford and they ended up buying stuff at America Eagle yes. and H&M which they could have totally yeah. bought at Abbotsford but we had to be in Guilford of course <laughs> it's very funny although Jessica did branch out she always buys in different places but the boys they were just laughing at themselves because they said why did we come all the way out here we could have just and go to our favorite stores which else. we have in Abbotsford yeah. I know We'd had a potluck on our driveway the other day for all of our neighbors. Mm -hmm. And we were all sitting there, and it's getting to be 8.39 dark, and somebody had brought a propane, one of those gas fires. Yeah, And we're all sitting there, and we're watching the flames and talking and reminiscing about school years past because most of these neighbors we've done, you know, walking to school back and forth since our kids were in kindergarten and earlier. So it's a lot of years. And as the flames are going out and realizing, oh, the gas tank is running low and it's getting late. And we're actually going to have to go into our houses now because school is starting. starting we all were yeah. like, oh, school is starting. And we're all moaning. And then we're laughing because we're all moaning. And it was just, it was funny, but it was sad. <laughs> and we know that <laughs> we're probably not going to altogether. I know. And we're probably not going to see them very much again this fall because everybody goes back into their houses as the rain hits and they're involved in here, there and everywhere. So summer is when we see our neighbors and not so much during the year. Yeah. It's all sad. This is all therapy for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you're laughing about it. So that's good. Well, yeah. And we kind of have gone through it enough times. Like you said, yes. even as you're working through your schedule, you're like, I do this every year, so I know I'll get through it, and I know what it'll be like at the end, and it'll be a fine, but it's just getting ourselves talked through that first little bit. Yeah, I remember even in university, yeah, you'd get the assignments the first week of school, and you'd get this big list of everything you had to accomplish in that course's... That 13 that, weeks. Yeah, 13 like, weeks. Yeah. All the books you need, all the chapters, all the exams, all the projects, whatever. And I remember almost hyperventilating, like, how am I going to get this all done? And it would take me about a week to work through that. And then slowly you put it on your calendar and you sort it out. And then I realized I can do this slowly bit by bit. But it happened to me every year. It was just always the way it was. And it feels like that now. So I guess it doesn't really matter what job we're in or what stage of life. It is that way at the start of something new. Yeah. So the only thing we can grab onto is that fact that we've gone through it before <laughs> and we know it'll be okay. And others are going end. with us. And others are, yeah, right alongside. It's not, we're not just experiencing this by ourselves. No. We're normal. Yeah. <laughs> so well, if you've had a crazy week and you want to talk to one of us about it, feel free to email us. Yes. Either at bonus at northview.org or you can email Thalia or myself. Our email addresses are on the website. Mm-hmm. Be happy to chat and we'd be happy to have you come to any of our things that are starting up on Monday night or Wednesday morning. Yep. Um, all the different uh, events and studies. And if you want to come to be pl- part of things that you can chat with other people about this, feel free. Yeah, I think you have information on the women's Facebook page. What have yeah. you got? Um, <laughs> sorry. We have people walking in and out of here again. Um, we have, well, our, our first big event is this Monday night. Um, mm-hmm. So it's our kickoff, our ministry launch. 
and we're looking forward to that. So if you have never come to anything, I told the people in Mission, because I was emceeing there this weekend, I said, so if you've never come to anything that's a women's event and you're suspicious and you don't know what it is, just come on Monday night because you just have to show up. You don't have to register. No. You can just see what it's all about and see if you like what you feel like the flavor of it and then sign up from there. So, And I've been promoting it among my Abbotsford friends saying that this is a great opportunity to see the Mission Campus. Yeah, a lot of people haven't come out there. No, so if you, you may never be part of the Mission Campus in terms of a church service, yeah. but you'll be able to go there as part of an event yeah. and see what this campus is like. So come on out to the Women's Ministry kickoff we'll both be there wandering around yep and we're going to be doing a panel discussion together mm-hmm. and i'll be doing some speaking and we'll have a bunch of interviews and a ministry fair yeah yeah a bunch of the different ministries from abbotsford and mission are going to be there kind of telling people how they could get involved if they want to so if you want to help out at hope central which provides meals for people in downtown mission that are on the streets they'll be there free to talk to and your pregnancy options will be there and bunch of Northview people will be there that do stuff in the community. So it'll be a fun night. It will be a fun night. Yeah. And I think it'd be really neat for the women from Mission to kind of be part of this bigger community too. I know. It's going to be good. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. And then I'm scared about it too. (laughs) No, me too. Me too. (laughs) And that list before then. (laughs) And Crystal sent us this panel discussion, the questions to kind of look over because there's the two of us and then Angie Tufnell who leads our precepts. And Sterling's going to guide us through. That's right. So we're putting our thoughts down in different colors on this Google Doc. And uh, so I keep going back and forth because new thoughts pop into my head. So it's a little bit stressful every time I open the doc and look at it. And then it's exciting because I read the comments. I'm like, oh, it's going to be good to say this at the panel. Yeah. So... We will be there with mixed feelings of excitement <laughs> and panic as we put it all together. But we hope you join us. Yeah, that fun. would be great. Yeah. Why don't you close us in prayer? Sure. Lord, I thank you so much that you know exactly what it's like to be human. Um, Jesus, that you came here to earth, that you lived in our bodies, you walked around on our streets. Um, you know what it's like to feel that push of expectations of people wanting things from you, um, of knowing that you have a job to fulfill. Um, that was given to you by your father um, and wanting to fulfill that. And Lord, all of us are in that same spot. We have jobs that we know you've given us to do, uh, callings and as parents and as workers and as community people, Lord, we want to be sensitive to what you've called us to do. And sometimes the list seems long and we feel pulled in all kinds of different directions and we don't know exactly where to start. And so I just pray that you give us all peace and joy in the midst of that, that you'd help us to figure out what is important, what has to happen now, and what can wait for later. Uh, But more than that, just in the midst of it, to recognize your joy and your peace and to be your lights, your ambassadors, your representatives here on earth. Um, I pray that we'd be able to shine for you in the midst of whatever craziness we're going through. Mm Thank you for this opportunity to share with our listeners. And Lord, we just pray for the ministry launch on Monday night. Uh, Lord, that you would just speak through all of us who are on stage doing different things and the different people who are exhibiting and all that. Lord, I pray that you would just uh, fill us with your spirit. Help us to be your agents of blessing and of peace and of joy to the people around us. Pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.